This is Alvin Sanders, Pop Tate, and you're listening to Riverdish. Vixens, it's Ryan. And Sam. Welcome back, you guys. It's 2019. Sam, how were your holidays? Well, my holidays were, they were great. They were um, jam-packed with a lot of things. I went to Africa. Casual. And I came back and I was um, hoping while I was away, I was going to get some chic disease where I get skinny and gray. And then my boyfriend got sick while we were there. So I was like, damn it, like he's going to roll into 2019 like skinnier than me. And then you know what? The bitch who cried wolf is real because then I got sick. And I lost some weight. So, the secret is real, you guys. Yeah, Sam got very sick. So, got... we're happy that she's here. Yeah. She's alive and well. Yes. And if you, if you timed it perfectly with the hiatus. I did. I did. Yeah, it would have sucked if you were sick when we had episodes to record. Yes, and turns out one of the things I was sick with was um, salmonella. And I did pick it up in Africa. But, of course, my first thought was like, well, it was the romaine. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought it was. Yeah. But here I am, everyone. Allegedly. We don't want any, like, food companies coming after us. No, it wasn't so I guess with the I... shut With the shutdown, I don't think they're even working right now. I don't think anything's working, but... Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> here we are in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, it's uh, broad daylight, and we're drinking red wine, and we have a very special guest yes. today. Tonight, ladies, it's just family. It's just family. She is my sister, Emma Gold. Yay. Woo! Emma! <laughs> Hi. Emma, How? we're so excited to have you on. Oh, I'm so excited to be this here. This has been the years in the making. I know. Um, yeah, I've been waiting. Tell us a bit about your history of Archie Comics, Riverdale... Like, how did you get into this crazy world besides being sisters to this one? Oh, well, I never read the comics, but uh, the reason I started watching the show was because of her. Um, She highly recommended it, and so one day I just sat down, and I binged season one, and then I binged season two. You binged it on Netflix, right? On Netflix. Do you think Mm -hmm. if it was just on regular TV, which no one's watching these days, and you couldn't have binged it, would you have enjoyed it as much? No. I think without commercials, it's perfect, but if it was on regular TV, like, having to fast forward through would really make it not enjoyable for me. Girl, don't I know it? Such a millennial. <laughs> These, like, this, no, you're probably, we're millennial. You're, like, another generation. I, yeah. What yeah. are you? I don't know. Gen- Baby X? boomers? X? I think X. Gen X. Something like that. I don't wow, know. Look at us. <laughs> Two generations. It is interesting, though, how, um shows come out like that like right now the big show is you which if you haven't watched listeners i would highly recommend if you like riverdale you're gonna love you um but it was on lifetime over the summer and i remember seeing posters for it up and it said from the producers of riverdale obviously greg berlanti's involved um but i was like i don't no shade towards lifetime but i was like i'm not i'm not gonna watch it show on lifetime i did watch the show on lifetime but that being said it was very difficult for me to like go on lifetime.com every week and like sign yeah. it like it was a hassle yeah oh i did watch unreal on lifetime lifetime yeah. has lifetime has great good. programming yes but I'm for mass viewing i'll for, die on that hill <laughs> i'll die on that hill too i'll die on a lot of hills these days but listen it takes a lot you know it, it's we don't people want minimal effort now they want to just go on netflix and see something accessible and the smartest thing they did with riverdale was put it on netflix and i yeah. think you is following that same mold yeah definitely because now it's one of the biggest shows already in 2019 yeah it's crazy crazy well anyway so we're back from hiatus with this kind of bonkers episode we have it's called titled no exit and the episode had no exit we have a, a lot going on we have a lot's happening um 
I'll start off the bat a little disappointed of like <laughs> the episode kind of purposefully tried to make us forget what happened. I feel like on the last episode, yes, like the there whole quarantine stuff. On. They were like, <laughs> "Remember that quarantine a few weeks ago? Like that was bonkers." Yes, and like we never dealt with it. No, and this okay, Riverdale tends to do that where like something huge will happen. They'll go on a break, and you're like, <laughs> "Never mind." And I do think like. It's a device they use to, like, just not have to kind of delve out these, like, major plot points that we should know, but they skip over it. Because it happened with the Black Hood last season, too, where it was, like, the fake reveal, and then, like, they, like, forgot all about that, and they were back in the mystery. They used to do it on Pretty Little Liars, too. It's, it's a thing that it shows too often to kind of just keep the storyline going. Yeah, I get it. It's just kind of frustrating. Yeah, 100%. But we get into this episode, and, like, the quarantine's kind of over, the kids are back in school. yeah. No one's had a seizure in a few weeks, we learn. Yeah. And uh, we have Archie on, like, he's, like, giving us full Thoreau on Walden Pond. Uh, <laughs> like a little nature retreat. Yeah, Archie's, like, in the woods. Um, He is radioing people. Emma, well, we have no idea who it is. No, and there's, like, code names, and we yeah. don't really know what's happening. They believe to, like, it seems like they're Canadian officers of sorts. I um, mean, they seem very nice, which attracts the Vancouver. call? Canadian cops? No, aren't they called like the the mon- the um they wear the red coats and they're like anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> there's like a name <laughs> tweet us at Riverdis um and he's like clearing wood or something at least he has Vegas there as dog he's in a cabin a he's like job. clearing wood he's talking he's like hi K nine one two three four it's Paladin four like there's a whole yeah. code going on so like time has passed I mean we know that the quarantine's lifted oh my god also the quarantine really just like brought me in I watched it just now and it was just my sickness the salmonella journey I went on felt very similar to the quarantine of Riverdale yeah I was in a hospital everybody and I was just like I know what it feels like to be quarantined yeah. I really it really it, 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 it hit home you know yeah sorry it's like PTSD for you. It, it is. I mean, Emma, Emma's, I, you can't see everyone, but she's holding my hand right now because it's really <laughs> tough to talk about. Emma, like, have oh, you ever, um, like, gone camping or, like, a wooded retreat? You know, I've never done anything crazy like that. I've been to, what's that place we went to, Camp Apollo? Club Getaway. Club Getaway. It was kind of, like, woodsy. It's it's mm-hmm. glorified, like, glamping. It's glamping. You're in a, you're it's in glamping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlike the fire documentaries, the fire festival docs, which oh, drops this week. Yes, um, that's camping. Yeah, like full <laughs> FEMA tents and stuff. Oh, I would. I wish I like got on that bandwagon. I would have loved to attend the fire festival. Like, well, it would be fun to have said that you like had gone. Yes. Oh my god, I would have made like live strong bracelets like fire festival. <laughs> Do you know one of the saddest things about me? What? <laughs> I had a magnesis card. <laughs> Which is like his like first company. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, that tracks. Yeah. You're exactly the type of people to fall into these traps. <laughs> I know. I'm actually wondering, like, I wonder if I could sue now. Maybe. You can. I never went to the townhouse that they Emma's had. Emma's positive you can sue now. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> I'm going to look into that. Cause... She's in college, everyone, so she knows things. I know I could things. use the money. I can't we all? Anyway, meanwhile in town, uh, we have Tony and Cheryl who are... Um, uh, burglarizing. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> burglarizing. burglarizing. Yeah. They're also dressed as cats. <laughs> yeah, because why not? <laughs> why not cats? Oh, I don't know if you guys watched the Golden Globes, everybody. Of course. But the best line of the Golden Globes was like, now Idris Elba and his Cats co-star, Taylor Swift. I know. And I'm just, I don't know about you, but I'm so happy this is the time we're living in. I really couldn't that that imagine. That could be a sentence. Yes. I, I 
really couldn't imagine my life alive in any other year right now than hearing that on the Golden Globes, which, as you guys know, is the theme of my bat mitzvah. Yes. So it's an award show I really feel strongly about. Which we'll get into a little later. Oh, yes, yeah. we will, because my bat mitzvah is more relevant than ever. Yeah. <laughs> my youth is, actually. <laughs> um, it's kind of, I don't know. It was a little, like, sexy. That oh, it was like, sexy. Like, had the masks on, and then they... Like... And I live for a choney moment. Like, I love when they're, like, touchy-feely and, like, doing that. Like I felt like in the... Before the mid-season finale, they didn't really, like, touch on them as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They kind of, like, disappeared, and then I like that they brought them back. Are you a choney stan? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. She, like, softens Cheryl, and they bring out the best. I mean, relationships that work is when they bring out the best in each other. And yeah. I think choney does that beautifully. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's sweet. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Kevin and Moose are trying to stop them from holding hands. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. Like, you know, us queers got to support other queers. No, it's very bare, a pop opera with Moose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was the first I mean, thing that I thought of when I saw it, and it's very niche. So if you know what I'm talking about, you're welcome. <laughs> that was like our middle school, the middle school show that like, if you knew in middle school, you were like a really cool, cool. theater kid. Yes. That was like my dark YouTube days where I'm like, Oh wow! Yeah, this show gets me. I think now as like that's... a white, beautiful, gorgeous, smart girl, it's straight. Like I'm like, this is my show. Yeah. Like totally not. I think now it's like Heather's for kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. Emma was a huge. How many times did you see Heather's? I saw it like three or four times. It was. I saw closing night. It was amazing. Oh my god! You were like a. Real I was like fan. a real fan. You have a poster oh in your room. I have a poster. Oh my god! She I stayed Heather's. for the autographs. It was amazing. Yeah. God. Obsessed. 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 <laughs> um, well, speaking of musicals, La Bonne Nuit is doing great business. You know what happens when a town is quarantined? The yep. only speakeasy bar in town that serves to underage youth tends to prosper. Yeah. That's what I always say. Yeah. But La Bonne Nuit really is thriving. We have mm. Josie singing a saucy cover of Cabaret. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Right? In Amazing. her gold lame, like, fringe dress. Yeah, Reggie says even the mocktails are selling well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and only real hitch is that Veronica is being forced to pay her father for protection, mm-hmm. uh, which is all a little crazy. Protection from a quarantine that he instated. Yeah, with his gang that he's running. Right. So, it, so it's clear that Hiram is in charge of the Gargoyle gang now. Yeah. That wasn't not clear before. But we still don't know this Gargoyle gang's purpose. Like, why are they doing what they're doing? Right. Yeah. Like, we don't even think, know why the quarantine was really in act anyway, too. I mean, yeah. we know... I think just to, like, carry out Hiram's orders? Yeah. But we don't fully understand his, like, complete vision yet? No. It's very, like, why now? Why this sperm? Like, it's very that <laughs> trial yeah. of uh, the Legally Blonde. <laughs> but yeah, that's happening. So Veronica's trying to uh, fake the books to give Hiram 5%, but pretend it's the 10% that he wants. Yeah, cook the books. Cook the books. Cook the books. I didn't know that was a term. No, I didn't either. Maybe it's not. <laughs> I mean, it sounds right. Okay. I don't know. It's like get your bones from last season. Oh, yes. I gotta make my bones. <laughs> <laughs> but over at the Cooper household, we have um, the gaggle of kids from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy that have kind of imprinted Yeah, into talk life. about FEMA housing. <laughs> But they've imprinted onto Betty, and she's still kind of like their leader. Yeah, who is, so that we have, we're getting to know some of them now. Yeah. So we were introduced to Hannah, my sister's name, uh, one of my sisters. Wait, can I say something? Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, the Mary-Kate and Ashley, like, birthday parties. Like, oh, of course. The old, of course. I, they're, I mean, iconic. But there was one that was, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley's sleepover party, and, like, there's one 
unbelievable timeless song that's like, give me pizza, P-I-Z-Z-A. And there's this one girl that's like, whipped cream falls like waterfalls. <laughs> yeah. And the girl who says it in the voice, she reminded me exactly of Hannah. And I thought they were the, the same look person. Too, the the look. look. I Googled for a long time. I still don't know if it's true. <laughs> Wow, that yeah. would be a find. Wouldn't that be a find? But probably she, not because it's been 20 years and the girl looks young. exactly the same. Yeah. Maybe she's Benjamin Buttoning. I don't know. But like, <laughs> it really, that really, I thought, yeah. Yeah. Way. Or some of those people who are doing the 10 year thing, the oh, 2009, 2019. You couldn't pay me enough like, to post a picture of myself in 2009. Oh no. Well, I get the point is that it like, it gets better. For but some. I think it's just a lot of tragedies on my Facebook. <laughs> oh. oh, I wouldn't post anything if it got worse. No. It's like people from like... I don't look great, <laughs> but I look better than I did in 20, God, 2009. How old was I in 2009? We were in high school. High, high school was a dark time. You I was like two, sev- 17. 17? Yeah, there's no um, pictures of 2009 that I got to surface. Yeah. Well, you were 16. 16. Oh, that's yeah. worse. That's yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, and Tyler, we also met. Tyler! Who Sam pointed out looks like Ben Button. He does. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they're dealing with their whole thing here. I, let's just talk about it now. The most important part of the episode, we have the first appearance of Nana Rose in season three of Riverdale. Thank God. What a moment. She's what a queen. A, a queen. A what queen. a, she delivered her line just as I would want her to. She got a title card? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Wallace knocked it out of the park. Killed it. Ah, uh, I still reflect on our afternoon drinking wine with her. Talking about the glory days. She is an amazing woman. Yeah. And I hope to see more this season. Oh, I hope we will. I think we will. But I don't... So, the reason she appeared is because they were looking for extra housing for all of these kids now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Alice was sort of like, I can't have all these kids in my house. Let's spread them out around town. Fred said, Fred said that he would take some boys. Mayor McCoy agreed to take some. And, of course, you can fit a lot at Thistle House. Mm-hmm. So Nana Rose and Cheryl yeah. are going to do it. Did you guys ever have, like, host... Did you ever host guests? Like, you know, host like housing? Like yeah. No. No. We probably should have. But we didn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like people touching my stuff. <laughs> did you? No. But I... Oh, oh my God. I We might have to edit this part out. We're not But um, Greg... Uh, friend of the pod did host a visiting group but they weren't foreigners they were this group from maryland but their name was colors and they were just black kids who would come up to our school in connecticut and like dance (laughs) and it was like all very it was like really really bizarre in hindsight when you think back this is where the 2009 versus now (laughs) challenge would get troubling but greg hosted a group from colors that's really problematic but i love it yeah well we didn't have any host families at our (laughs) um wow (laughs) wow bethany wow Wow, bethany Oh man. Okay. Oh, and also, Connecticut uh, public schools. <laughs> gotta, gotta love, love it. <laughs> also, a uh, shout out to uh, Betty's robe that she puts on. As you guys know, I love a robe moment. Yeah. So she's wearing a nice fluffy bathrobe. <laughs> Very comfy. Um. So we have all that going on in town. I guess now we should address Archie's whole thing because that was sort of one could argue the main arc of the episode. Uh, yes. But God, really bizarre. Okay, I have I have one tangent to go on right now. 
Archie gets attacked by a grizzly bear. A grizzly. A grizzly. Right. We don't hear bear. Thank you. I'm going to point that out. But it's super. We can only assume. What kind of grizzly are you thinking about? Anyway, we don't see the attack, but we see just a look of horror when there's a rumble in the jungle, and then we get the Riverdale title sequence, and then Archie is cut up. He is distraught. He's bleeding out. There are bear marks and scratches on his chest. He calls the four three four six or nine radio person that he's talking to. Three one one. Yeah, I don't know who he's talking to. The dog is acting terribly. Like if you're gonna be a gorgeous yellow lab, like. You have to get a better actor. The dog is smiling. Like, Archie. <laughs> Archie's like, ah, ah, ah. Someone get William Berloni in here. Archie's like, ah, it really hurts. And they like, cut to the dog. We have close up on the dog's face and, like, his tongue's out. He's like, yeah. Like, he's so happy. It's like when I saw Annie on Broadway the day after Hurricane Sandy. And the Sandy just ran across stage and didn't stop at Annie when it was supposed to. It just, like, exited stage. I was like, Seriously, these dog actors, like, I, listen. Get it together. Get it together. You should represent dogs. I, you know what? I, wow. in the past week, I've really thought about managing dogs because after seeing the travesty that was the acting of Vegas in this scene, I really was underwhelmed. And like, and then also like Archie's like, oh, I'm going to pour alcohol on my chest and then I'm going to call my, my walkie talkie pen pal and I'm going to get into bed and he like gets in bed and they like zoom out and the dog is just like happily chilling like oh bastard sleeping now like look sad look upset yeah I don't you know, know who needs work no I'm not done George, Bush's, not done. George Bush's um service dog oh oh that's who should be Vegas <laughs> yeah that dog oh listen you can think what you want about Bush senior rest in peace but when I saw that photo of his dog like sitting at his casket I messed up my plastic surgery because I got really upset. Yeah, I'm. I don't know though. I'm tired. I'm. I think I'm more bitter that a dog is more famous than I am. Well, that's why I think I should start managing dogs. Yeah. Because then I can also ruin some and make sure that none. No, no, no. <laughs> so ruin evil. dogs. <laughs> oh my god. People oh, ruin. Oh my god. Cut this out. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I said so you don't get more less famous than a dog. <laughs> oh, thank you? <laughs> it just came out wrong. This is why we don't drink red wine in the day. <laughs> I watched 101 Dalmatians recently, so I don't know. I'm feeling weird. Okay, anyway, I love my dog. So Archie's struggling, pours alcohol over himself, tries to feel me, nothing can do it Extreme Lady Gaga voice. Yes. And, um, but he's struggling. He's holding on, and all of a sudden he starts hallucinating all these ghosts of Christmas, Very past, trippy. present, and future. It's trippy. Yeah. Yes, it was a Christmas carol, Riverdale. And part of me is like, I think the writers are just like, eh, let's just fuck it in this episode. Well, I think he's like stepping into this archetype of hero, hero's journey. If you go back to Greek mythology. Yes, I went this, to film like, school, so I know the journey well. <laughs> Theater school here. Yeah, oh, oh, Emma, what's your major? So the tropes are <laughs> something useful, <Wow>. I hope. <laughs> like us. <or> like... <laughs> so what did you think about this hallucination and everything that happened here? Well, as you could tell by my questions to you guys during it, I had absolutely no idea what was going on the entire time. Um, I let's, know... start, let's start with the ghosts of Christmas past. So first we had Cassidy. Yeah. Mm. I almost forgot about him. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And then we Shadowly. had 
Yeah. With a bullet through his head. Bullet through his head. Bullet through his head. I, I'm pretty, sorry, I couldn't look at him, like, without just, like, laughing. <laughs> yeah. And who did Archie have to kill in that part? The, um... Black Hood. Black Hood. Yes, that's So we right. flash back um, to, Pops. to Pops. We we flash back and Archie has to kill the Black Hood and his first demon, so you say. And this whole time during this hallucination, he's, he's playing the game. He's in this deep hallucination playing, um... Griffins and Gargoyles. Yes. And then the next person, the next ghost, um, is the warden. Yeah. And he has to kill the man in black, mm-hmm. Hiram Lodge. So he goes very you and stabs him in the guts. Mm-hmm. Only in shadow. Only in shadow. Spooky. <laughs> very spooky, right? Uh, and then he's like, phew, thank God I'm done. Like, can't wait to wake up. But then. Yeah. Who does he see? Betty, Veronica, and Jughead. And Veronica's wearing the cape that we both own. Yeah. And that I bought because she wore it. <laughs> they're by the fireplace and they're like, no, no, Nanette, game's not done yet. What I liked about that also is like, I mean, of course, in this hallucination, everything's like heightened, but they, seeing the three of them, they were very much looking like the epitome of like Betty, Veronica, and Jughead that we know. Jughead's in his like kind of vintagey serpent sweatshirt. Betty is like in the good girl pink dress, hair down, looking very angelic. Veronica kind of looks very devilish. And she's the one that's saying like, you have to play the game. It's almost, mm. you know, and she's wearing a black cape. I, I liked, um, the, like, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but here's the tricky part. Yeah. He has to kill the Red Paladin. Mm-hmm. He has to take care of himself. Yes. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen! <You're out. laughs> Thank you. That's so good. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was very, like, leftovers, Harry potter A Divas Christmas. Yeah, all of the above um, when he <laughs> took a, ba- a baseball bat to himself. Uh, and while we're on our, let's just stop talking about him. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Uh, but he, he beats himself, and at the end of the episode, he's maybe dead. He's maybe dead. Thank His God. pen pals come. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you? <laughs> just you know, like, <laughs> listen, crazy. if they killed Archie, I, I mean, it would be wild. It would be absolutely wild. Yeah. We all know they can't. Like, there's absolutely no way. KJ Apa is a major star, babe, dead or alive. The one thing I'm thinking, which I don't think is going to happen but could, is if the show ever is to turn supernatural, this is the one place they could do it. Yeah. Serena can, like, waltz, waltz in and be like, hey, like, whoa. You know? Like, they, he, we don't know where he is. He could be close to the mines in Greendale. Yeah. Sabrina can come find him and revive him. I mean, listen, we know there's going to be a Sabrina crossover eventually this season. We don't know when or how. This season? Yeah, I think. I, I could I be know. lying, but th- it's coming eventually. Yeah. So I don't know. Part of me is like, that could happen, but I also don't think it will. But how can That'd he be That would be a crazy spinoff. That would be crazy. He'll, be, he'll wake up. He'll, he'll wake up. We'll have, next episode might be some like trippy, like, heaven episode even. You know what I mean? Where the he Harry like, Potter. has to like mm-hmm. battle. Yeah, kill the Horcruxes. And... That's true. Oh, wow. That is true. But you're, you know what? As I pointed out before, like this really was his hero's journey. Yeah. And <laughs> we really see him. Film school. Yes, I. That's why. But we really saw him go through everything he's been warring with the past two seasons now, and I think that I. You know what I think is going to happen? I think he's going to wake up and be alive, and this is going to like make him just now thirsty for revenge, thirsty to get justice, and this is what's going to revive him. Like, he's going to stop being on the run now, and he's like, no, we're done. Like, let's get justice once and for all. Yeah. 
Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Um, so meanwhile, back in town, <laughs> we have um, the, the serpent's uh, whole deal going on where um, Veronica has decided to ask Jughead for help. Uh, first of all, because her uh, Glamourge egg, aka Fabergé egg, was stolen from the Pembroke by Cheryl and Tony. Hot. Uh, Hiram, in order good to family. get Veronica back on good, in good graces, says, get me back the egg. She goes to Jug. She said, let's work out a deal. It's all complicated. Y'all watch the episode. Um, and we know what happens. So Fangs is caught dealing drugs to all the kids from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Chic. So then, you know, uh, FP and Jug pulls him aside and says, hey, dude, um, you can't this do that. Against the rules, yeah, but like we'll let you pass. Yeah. But then this glamour J egg was a step too far. Big week for eggs. Yeah, the egg that beat um the Kardashian. Yes. Chloe that was amazing. Or... Uh Kylie. 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 Yeah. Did Kylie respond to that or no? She might have. I think so. Yeah. yeah. She like threw an egg on the ground, I think. I love that. Yeah. Um Big week for eggs. They get the egg back, but the deal was Cheryl and Tony had to step down from the serpents. I did love it. Was kind of an iconic line when they were like, "We'll leave, but we're keeping our jackets." Oh, so Cheryl Blossom, fierce. fierce. Yeah. she is a queen. I love her. Yeah, she's a queen. Um, and Fangs also, yeah. had to leave. Yeah, it was very women, men, equal rights, that shit. And they said, "If you're gonna kick us out, like Fangs broke the rules, also, so you have to kick him out." And Fangs is really like willing. He's like, that's fair. Like that's just, like Fangs seems like a really good guy. Yeah. Emma, fuck Mary Kill. Fangs Fogarty, Jughead Jones, and Sweet Pea. Ooh. Ooh. This is tough. I mean, I've always liked Jughead, but I didn't love him in that scene. I didn't really like that he was really just throwing them all out because mm. I love them all. Mm-hmm. So I guess I would possibly kill Jughead. Okay. In a certain situation, I really, really like Sweet Pea. I would probably marry him. And then I would fuck Fangs. Love that. That's a great answer, Zemma. Mm. Thank you. You heard it first. (laughs) But yeah, so equal rights or whatever. So he kicks them all out of the serpents. um, And yeah, so now the new deal becomes the serpents are going to protect Veronica Lodge. Yeah. And it's becoming, again, very Civil War-esque mm-hmm. of the serpents now going up against the Gargoyle gang. They even ambushed the Gargoyle gang at one point in the car. It was so frustrating that they didn't remove that guy's mask. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to know who was behind the facade. The one rule <laughs> in, like, in any single show, as we've learned from Scooby-Doo, is you always unmask the monster. Yeah. Always. Unless it's the masked singer. Yeah. <laughs> which you have to wait weeks for. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's it's kind of addicting. <laughs> is it amazing? Um, but yeah, it's frustrating because you want it. All I want to know is who's Who under is the it? mask. But you have to wait until they but get kicked off and then stick the can mask. Can you recognize on. their voices? Some I'm on to. Yeah. I didn't recognize his voice. It was very like deep. Right. Now, this was definitely you know one of Hiram's lackeys, like one of his people. Yeah, it was a. Vancouver local. Yeah, maybe he's going to be on The Masked Singer next. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But, so then, we have, um, let's, before we get to the end, let's go back to Betty. 
Yes. So she's working with Mayor McCoy. Yeah, I like this partnership. Me too. And also Robin Givens, Mayor McCoy. I love her. She's I stand amazing. her. She is working this episode. Give her a spinoff. I want to see more. I want to see her handle the crimes of Greendale and Riverdale. Yeah. I want to see it all. Yeah, Judge Judy shaking. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Anyway, so Betty's working really hard to um, figure out what was going on with the nuns at the sisters. And we do find out that, of course, they are in the clutches of Hiram. Mm -hmm. And they were being paid by him to not even practice nunnery or whatever. And they instead were testing the fizzle rocks, the drugs, on their patients. Yeah, it turns out like they were out of the church's good graces for the past 60 years. Mm-hmm. They're all fake nuns. Fake nuns. How do you solve a problem like that, Maria? Murder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was crazy. But, you know, they're working really hard. Betty really, you know, Betty really wants what's best. Like she's really fighting for like the good of it all. She That's is. all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she certainly is. Um, we, so they're trying to essentially to get the nuns to stand in trial and plead their case of getting Hiram in trouble and locked in bars for good. Yeah. Uh, they finally kind of get the nuns like maybe to speak and they go and the nuns were all taken out of jail. Someone mm-hmm. paid their bail on the wall, it said something that I didn't write down, and I can't remember, but something like, we've gone to worship thee or something. Yeah, it's like, we flee to be with thee or something like yeah. that. And sure enough, Betty walks into the part of the Sisters Quiet Mercy with the gargoyle statue, and there they all are, dead. Blue-lipped yeah. and around Sign the statue. Night. Underscored by all of this. Oh my god. One of the most hauntingly beautiful moments of Riverdale I think I've ever seen. Maybe television in general, actually. We have a reprise that we hear earlier in the episode. Josie's singing maybe this time. And now it's the end. And Veronica's back in Le Bon Nuit. She's singing the song that I sang so well at my bat mitzvah. Maybe this time. A song about abortion from Cabaret. And Veronica looks stunning. She's standing on that stage. She's singing like, the arrangement was gorgeous. That's generous. Alice, Alice Lockmore found <laughs> But I, I don't know about you. It was a questionable arrangement. But <laughs> Maybe I'm hormonal. Was... I felt things while watching this. We see Charles Melton looking like a snack, slowly walk in from his mission, and like he sees Veronica. She like looks at him, and you see her eyes light up, and Camilla Mendez and Charles Melton are dating in real life, so it's like you have that layer underneath it all of like, whoa, this is like what goes on behind closed doors but we're watching it and like you i mean what about i felt the chemistry so hard oh when he like gave her the thumbs up and like the look oh i wanted to call it i'll meet you guys later like leave (laughs) me a key at the reception and like then we pan you know everyone's gone they're closing down the bonnoui and we get a reggie veronica kiss finally finally we've been waiting for this veronica Monica? Veggie. 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 <laughs> we are now veggie stands. <laughs> yeah. But, as it happens with any teen drama, Archie's going to be coming home soon. <laughs> yeah, we think. We hope. We, we, we hope. <laughs> Unless he's dead. Yeah, that worked out well. Yeah, it's like, right? <laughs> if you're going to cheat on someone, <laughs> do it while your partner's dead. That's what I <laughs> like, always say. Yeah. Fuck my corpse. Anyway, so, the last thing that happens in this episode... Um, in these storylines is Jughead 
recruits Fangs back and says, you have one more chance at redemption. And we get a very Hamilton moment. Yeah, he's going to be a spy on the inside. That's, That's right, right, Fangs. Go Corny. into the Griffin Gorgile Canyon. Go into Hiram's Lodge and slay and kill him and get him and do it. Well, okay, I'm done. Wow, I'm happy I didn't spend <laughs> wow. money to go to Puerto Rico this month. <laughs> Just got a full performance here. <laughs> but um, yeah, and yes. also I, I really think that Fangs is going to die. Because when someone is so giving with themselves and he's like, course like it is my duty like it's justice you know yeah he's so good and i think we're being set up to really like fangs yeah so he's probably gonna die yeah Yeah. all the good ones do yes they always do good girls die young good girls (laughs) good girls only the only the good die young yeah that's (laughs) what i was trying to (laughs) that's what i was looking for but also good girls die young emma gold you are a good girl i hope you don't die young i hope not no that is such a sad song i was thinking about Oh my! One time I went to a kid's funeral, oh my and they God. did like an acoustic. They literally did an acoustic version of that song, and it was like very, very messed up. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh um, man, Emma, where do you think it's gonna go though? <laughs> not, not. You know that. But the, the, series. the episode really got me thinking. I don't know if Archie's alive. I have no idea what would happen if he's not. I really don't know what yeah. they're planning on doing. KJ's movie career. Yeah, the KJ adopts purpose. He'd be like, thank God. <laughs> what musical, when the quarantine is fully lifted, do you wish Riverdale High will do? In a dream world. Hmm. People aren't listening to hear you think. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Like, wicked. Like, what would you love? Like, What's any show you would love Riverdale High to do? Definitely Wicked. Some Defying <laughs> Gravity would be great. You know, I like that. But I would like Kevin Keller as Alphaba and Moose oh. as Glinda. Shout out to Wicked also. Uh, first Glinda of color ever. Yeah. Pretty. Um, Do you remember Sam singing maybe this time? I do. I, I remember watching. Like, I think was I was like, like sitting in the front of all the people. It was amazing. At the end, she let out a huge belt. Oh my god, it might have cracked a little bit, but it was so good. I didn't crack. <laughs> Guys, right now. Play... Baby that on our social which by the way is at riverdish pod on instagram we are at riverdish um on twitter follow us pre-order our book on amazon yes. uh riverdish the unauthorized case files of riverdale yes very exciting coming out this may yeah it's crazy and you guys if you could leave us a review on itunes that would be amazing it really helps we got some great ones over this hiatus people had some time and they wrote in some um some words so let's read some uh we had a th- my miha moment of the week from heidi in minnesota she hey. said this podcast is the confluence of things i love sassy teen dramas starring mid 20 year olds pretending to be drivers licenseless 16 year olds and broadway ryan and sam bring nana rose realness and i am so here for it each week punching through ice in your honor oh my god heidi um Hi. thank you um 
We also had this one from DPM Beacon. So funny. My favorite video podcast going. Ryan and Sam have such great chemistry and somehow make sense of this crazy show. Highly recommend. This one from D.D. Allen Forever. Love, love, love. The absolute best Riverdale recap podcast going. I find myself laughing out loud at Sam and Ryan's crazy antics. <laughs> All of the guests are incredible, like Emma. TBH, I look forward more to Riverdish now than I do the actual show. Don't tell Hiram. Oh, thanks, Thank D.D. Allen Forever. Um, so, oh my god, it really brings us such joy finding these reviews. Um, so keep them coming. We love you guys, and uh, we'll be back for more. Yes, Emma, where can we follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Emma Gold, but the O is a zero with two Ds at the end. That's Ooh. so. And my name is the same for everything. Oh, that's so easy. Yeah, but it's such a family of the two DDs. Yes. I know. Yeah. I think I stole it from. Well, I guess I did. Yeah, double Ds forever. Follow yeah. me, Sam Gold, with two Ds. Follow me at Ryan Bloomquist. We're running long here, but I just need to throw out the plug. We put it on our social already. You must watch Sam's latest appearance in Cosmo's video of Dove Cameron uh, beat your superfan. Yes, go on YouTube, type in Dove superfan. Um, it's me versus Dove. I am obsessed with her. And I uh, beat her at her own life. So listen, everyone. You got and all it. I have to say is... Maybe this time, everybody, I will.